are listening to the Cock and Bull Podcast. This is a weekly comedy and history podcast where my older brother and I talk to you about something that's uh, hard to believe, yet very, very true. And if it's this last two weeks, not only is it hard to believe, it's super hard to stomach, and it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This Nathan, episode of the talk- Cock and Bull should come with alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah, mm-hmm. It helps you forget your race is awful. Alcohol and guilt. Uh, Nate, you want to talk more about some racist things? I would love... No, I don't. It's the last thing on earth I want to do. It makes... Oh, everything about me is on edge. I am convinced that in the intervening time between the last episode and this episode that people have come to my house and explained to me why I am wrong and why I should die. Uh, but I am trying my best over here, damn it. Uh, we are I am trying, trying to, move... to be the, the moral crusaders of the podcasting no. realm. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure there's not somebody doing that better than us. But no, we're just trying to be better. And if 50 of you get better with us, jump on. Uh, <laughs> so last week... We talked about the origin story of racism. Not really, but we talked about the origin <laughs> of a, a very, very common stereotype. Uh, go back and listen to the last episode. You're going to need it for this one. Obviously, once we got done stereotyping uh, uh, chicken and watermelon as, as black things, we stopped exploiting black people's images and media and advertising and all sorts of things, right? We just stopped. That was it. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. We're white people. We can double down. Uh, so advertising in general, uh, is, is always problematic. I don't care who you are. Have you watched Madman? Oh my God. The, the, the whole art of it is convincing people to buy shit they don't need for reasons that they don't understand. That whole enterprise should be fucking burned to the ground. It makes Oh, I've taken sense. classes on it. It's super immoral. And they teach you that on day one. They're like, you're not going to like this if you have a heart. All right, let's go. Yay. That and sales. Both should yeah. die in the fire. All right. But that being said, this episode is not about that. This episode is about America's favorite couple. Ooh. This episode is about Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Oh, God, please. Okay, no, emergency brakes. Emergency brakes. Throw it in mm-hmm. reverse. Back up. We're going... Oh, the cliff. The cliff is there. I can see it. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going over it. Oh, we're going oh, over it. Oh, it crashed. Oh, it's burned. Oh, it's all it's, on fire. It's a fiery inferno, but I'm still alive. And the seat... Oh, the seatbelt's stuck. I'm trying to cut it, but... Oh, no. Oh, my hand oh, is singed on this molten oh, knife. Oh, it's melted to you. No. Oh, all right. Well, Nathan, as I agonizingly burn to death, why don't you tell me about our favorite syrup and rice people? Yay! So, here's the thing. Uh, once they figured out after in in the last episode handoff again uh that oh man if you like use this degrading image of black people to to sell stuff to white people they will eat it up because if there is one thing white people love it's feeling superior about stuff uh because obviously when you're marketing stuff back in in reconstruction times and, and even moving forward you know for a long period of our history you're not marketing it to the black community you're no. using black people to market to the white community, and why yeah. would you do that? Well, I don't know, actually. Can you tell me? Yeah, it's a good point, right? Because think about it. When you see Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, that's not... Who is that for? Is it... I don't, why white people... White people hate black people, right? That's why we enslaved them. I mean, that's a, that's a loaded hyperbolic sentence, but I guess I don't... What oh, is it? No, oh, Why? so we loved them and enslaved them? No, that's right. We went over this last time. Again, last episode. Come on back, guys. Paternalism. You felt like you needed... We were protecting people, but that, that still doesn't explain why you have an older, older black woman and an older black gentleman, and that's a thing that sells rice and, and pancakes to white people. Is it also, like... why the fuck is it like are their a reference aunt? to the... Is it a reference to the house slave? Like the, the cool one? 
No. Oh, yes. Here we go. So again, why are they called aunt and uncle? That's a oh. weird term. Whose nieces Fuck. and nephews are they? Fuck. This is a game show. I don't feel cool winning. I don't like. You I don't like guessing right. You shouldn't. You should feel very bad that you're. But but hey, you're getting closer. We're we're working there together, people. If you're getting the right answers, it's because you're thinking. Mm. So obviously, we need a little bit of context on this one. Uh, b- elder slaves in in southern plant, you know, in the in slave holding areas of America, did most of the child raising. If there's one thing antebellum ladies and dads didn't love to do, it was interact with their children. Yeah. No, they were they were too busy living the pomp and lavish of of their planta- oh. I don't I don't even pretend to know what they did all day. Sip mint juleps and just just hate? You just bet on which horse is the fastest. Get you, the vapors. You get you get the vapors. You guarantee get the I vapors. And you concoct weird new ways to degrade your fellow man. It's good. No, not your fellow man. We went over this. They're not real people. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Your pet. Your pet from the but, other continent. Uh, yeah. Part of part of what you dealt with in this situation is that uh, uh, the elder slave in the home that was that was either raising you again. White people. They black black women were were the the wet nurses. They they raised these kids literally from the time they grew up. So if you have nostalgic views of your childhood now. You're thinking back to your childhood and, and mom made you breakfast or or dad was cooking waffles or whatever it was. White kids in the South didn't have that because their parents didn't do shit. They had Aunt Jemima or Uncle Ben or whatever you called your various person that you raised you but somehow was less human than you. I don't even. God, the mental gymnastics. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you also could not call, would not call black people Mr. or Mrs. That was nope. seen as an honorific that they did not deserve. Nope. Aunt and uncle was the closest you got to you're, basically making you, them a human being. Your boy until you get a gray hair and then your uncle Ben. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Cool shit. So cool shit. what's now we get to look at the, the so now how do you combine nostalgia which, if you're a person alive today and you don't think that's the most powerful marketing source in all of history, holy shit, have you seen our <laughs> anything lately? Anything. Oh, my God. Anything that's like Stranger Things is just a, a pure nostalgia yep. bomb to the brain. That's the uh-huh. only justification for why it's popular. The new It the, movie. The, the, the that so hard. The new It movie. Um, I don't know. The, all, of the, all of the Star Wars. Just all of the Star Wars being the same Star Wars, but again, and different. And uh, more, one more time now. On one more. One more again? One more again? We want to see the things we're comfortable with. So you hit that part that triggers the part in their brain that made them happy. Oh, yeah. And you also trigger the part that made you feel superior because you're putting them back in the roles that you're comfortable with. Again, the elderly black woman feeding you pancakes. The elderly black gentleman making your rice. These are images that keep them on a lower level than you, but also tickle that nostalgia bone. Welcome to the marketing double whammy. I just, what the fuck, uh, how is, Nathan, how is there an extra 10 minutes of this episode? Because I don't know how oh! it gets worse. Oh, oh, we're just getting started. Oh, we're just getting started. Strap in. You're going to feel worse. You, f- wait, white America did not like black people. It was not, that was not the reason we were buying these products. Oh, well, that's a radical but statement. Th- really? That's a radical, a radical statement. statement. I feel like we cured it racism sh- in 1969. It shouldn't be. So even though slavery had ended, these adults in Reconstruction era and beyonds 
memories are tied back to that. Think about that. If your grandparents were slaveholders, as a grandkid, you still would be in that environment. Mm -hmm. So how long, how far generationally do those memories, does, does that concept kick in? A long ass time is the answer. Uh, yeah. Hang on, hang on. For, for context, let, let, let's put it in frame of like our great, uh, let's put it in frame of our, our great grandpa and our grandparents. Which which what? one of them was that generation? Uh, which one of who was what generation? Like, okay, so would our great-grandfather have had grandparents that owned slaves, theoretically, timeline-wise? Yeah, almost certainly. Almost? Is almost that, is that, certainly. Is that about, okay, all right. Okay. Hold on, hold on. What time is it, what time is it in Boston? What time is it in Boston? Uh, yeah. Two hours. Hold on. Two hour time difference. Okay, he's here. Here's her. Hey, uh, Dad, your grandparents. Yes. How, how, did they own slaves? Were they what? Were they at slave holding age? No, not even my great grandmother was. Ah, shoot. So we'd have to go like. My great grandmother was born in 1876. So we'd have to go about four. So the answer to the question is we'd have to go about four or five greats back to get to a generation that that was involved in. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm much more comfortable with it being that far away. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. You have, you have solved this problem for us. We appreciate you. So yeah, so we now we have we have had our first phone a friend on the cock and bull, but we refuse to go outside of our family because that would make us uncomfortable. We're kind of a weird incestuous podcasting family here. <laughs> we're the Bourbons, but for podcasts. So Nathan, so Nathan, I think where we left off, we were discussing uh, 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 which generation. We were discussing the potent potent combination of yeah. nostalgia and feelings of superiority, and how that has infected marketing for. Basically, ever since slavery ended, right? Uh, so, like, so again, like that that sweet spot generation where like your grandparents owned slaves, uh huh, and okay. it just kept going. So again, that ingrains itself in you, and then Aunt Jemima or Uncle Ben slowly just become the things that your parents fed you because that's what they bought, and you have. And again, the cycle keeps it going, but and the next goes couple generations removed down stop and down understanding and the context down the line, and you lose the context. Okay, and then you get to me, and I buy. I'm choosing between her and Buttersworth, and I'm like, I don't trust the lady that is a plastic jug. This lady, uh -huh. Jemima, she looks like she knows what she's fucking doing. She looks like she's yep. got a primo syrup recipe, and I'm on it. And you've, and again, so when when these companies that that make billions, and don't get it twisted billions of dollars off of these brands go in and modernize the look so that it's not quite as right so that you know oh no we don't want to we wouldn't want to be tying back to that racist imagery we're going to update how they look and if you look at aunt jemima when it first came out and now oh God, yeah no. they made it look obviously not walt disney 1920s era racist but Jesus that doesn't Christ. mean looking that at the one underlying these? underlying I'm hatred of that brand <laughs> still carry through and again anyone who does know that don't try and convince them that that's not a big deal and that that's not something you should be worried about jesus christ it's re it's really just continuing to like capitalize on the ignorance that that this modern i mean let's let's be real we're getting better it's just capitalizing on the fact that we haven't done our research on that product and that it's all founded on i just jesus christ that's so and fucked it's super up. easy it's super easy to have someone tell you that, oh, it's racist to be buying syrup, be, that, that, that syrup with the black person on it. And you go, you're, you're, that's, you're being a little overly sensitive now, aren't you? Come on. Cannot. No. Pull the thread, people. Pull the Ugh. thread. And if you thought we were done, because it sounded like Spencer thought we were done, <laughs> we're not done. Oh, no. No, this keeps going. 
This keeps going. Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben are just the roots. Aunt Everything. Jemima's 128 years old, so really uh-huh. it did come straight out of Reconstruction. Oh, oh. It, it was a hundred percent. There was a woman. There was a woman wow. named Aunt Jemima. There were actors. There were people no, that yeah. went to trade shows dressed up as Aunt Jemima. Nancy Graves. There was an official was Aunt, Jemima. Aunt Jemima. Like there was a Ronald McDonald. There was a woman. I think Nancy Graves. I want to say is her name. Was Aunt Jemima. Jesus Christ. I don't want to learn who the fuck Ronald McDonald ties back to the oppression of. J- oh, uh, I, uh, there's someone. There's someone. There's someone. And we'll find. There's it. someone. Clowns in general. I'm gonna ruin that on a third degree. Just oh, wait. Good Next God. Month. Oh. So, what other things can you use this this fun combination of things to advertise? Well, what other sorts of chores did, us, did traditionally slaves do? Most things in the home. So let's take every household cleaning product ever and household supply ever and put black people on the advertising. Uh, again, this is the part, guys, where you go back and Google racist advertising and you see just the most terrifying Right, and just like it's normal, soaps, mops, washing machines, shoe polish, uh, GE General Electric ranges, all of these things, you can slap a, oh God, worse than a caricature of a black person on and sell it to white people again, slowly and, and again, not overtly. This is the fun thing about Reconstruction is while while the African-American community proved that they were highly adept at taking what little we would ever give them and shining it until it was a diamond. White folk proved that we're really, really ingenious at finding ways to keep oppressing people forever and ever and ever because we like it. Jesus Christ. what else? What else? No, no, not not what else. Oh, I don't want to know what else does this. Uh, I just already had a bombshell of the rice man and the syrup lady. Oh, really? Really? Hey, Spencer. Hey, Spencer, you got your phone on you? Yeah. Do you? If I say okay. no, will Hold you on. not ask me? Ah, uh, no, I won't. I'm sorry. You're going you're gonna to strap in. Guys, while Spencer's doing this, we're pulling up. So what What kind of a brand is having a little bit of an issue with a, an advertiser over the last couple of years? The Jell-O Corporation, I know. They've had a they've had an issue with their their whole spokesperson, a prominent member of the black community, uh, turning out to be a, a completely degenerate human being. Again, the two are not connected, but there you go. Uh, Spencer, have you got that link I sent you? What do you uh, see in front of you right now? Okay, I'm going to read what has been written phonetically. <clears throat> now again, a, people, a small, this a is small. We, we are trying. <laughs> this was an at, at someone 1890s madman Don Draper said. This is the campaign that'll get it done. Slavery let's, was let's tell fucking was. over, and they've literally painted a snapshot moment of slavery and said, "Remember this? This was great. Eat Jello. It's a, it's a small, uh-huh. it's a, it's a it's a black child and a nice nice plantation antebellum lady sitting in her nice chair, which she's wearing so many fucking clothes. She's got to be dying in the summer heat, I bet. But say it's the south. She's, it's 140 degrees. They were at least white folk were uncomfortable back then. Getting the vapors must have been recreational, and and this small black child is serving it up to her on a platter, and she looks. Uh, mediocre, like, kind of nonplussed, I guess. She's not that excited about it. And, quote, Mommy sent this over. That's, that's, that's no. as good as no, I no, can no, say No, no, you, no, you, you wanted to say Mommy, because your brain Mammy. wouldn't let you see the word that it's Mammy sent this over. And that's a fucking verbatim quote off of an advertisement that Jello put out like it was a thing. This so, is fucked. This is, again... You go down this rabbit hole, it never stops. Everything, everything ever 
was advertised with this same infantilized image. And that's the other thing. It's always the infantilization. It is always making them out to be lesser or to be ignorant or to be just something okay. that we can have where we're, the, I, again, we're still the paternal. So we can justify Jim Crow and we can justify all these other mental leaps that we take to not have been horrible people during slavery. How far back does this go? What What else? What? Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid 2? What? Uh, Lay it on me. No, actually, uh, uh, fairly, it's not, I mean, it's not funny, but it, it's it's just a fairly interesting Kool-Aid, like someone on in, in this same thread where, and again, I apologize for this not being up at the very top. It needs to go back at the very top. Absurdist words. This all comes from a Sunday school episode by Absurdist Words. It is brilliant. It is amazing. And it just keeps going. Spencer, I sent you something else. You want to open that one? That's what I sent you. Well, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> tell you what I wish I wasn't looking at is a is Uncle Remus brand syrup. It's just a, it's, there's no tech. There's no like paragraph. It's just... It's just Uncle Remus brand syrup with a nice zippity doodah looking motherfucker in the middle of it with the text. And again, Spencer, it's funny that you say zippity doodah looking motherfucker because it's the guy from Song of the South. It's literally Uncle Remus. Really? It's literally that guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, let me tell him. you about the. It's, let's, let's describe the text that is flanking him. Quote, let's. This show am good. That's a thing. And he looks. What does he look, Spencer? Spencer, does he look upset about his situation? No, he looks super fucking happy. He looks super fucking thrilled to be there selling syrup to fucking white people. And that's the other thing you see. You never see a disgruntled Aunt Jemima. You never see an unhappy, maybe I've spent too many hours out in the field and I've got some some congenital conditions that have degraded now, Uncle Ben. No, they're all fucking super thrilled to be giving these white people their syrup or their rice or whatever it is. And it is It just never stops. And I know where that's going because it just paints this, it adds to this stupid fucking impression that black people were better off as slaves. Because, like, look how happy he is. Look at him. That's Uh what he used to be like in your grandma's home when he was making you breakfast. He was happy. Now he has no purpose because he's free. It's just yeah. fucking stupid. So Spencer, now we're now now welcome guys. This has become the part of the episode where we just dissect advertising. So strap in, it doesn't matter because it gets better. Uh go a couple let's go a couple to the right. Couple things over. You're gonna see an ad for Van Houston shirts. I have a Van Houston shirt up in my closet, I believe. I'm a person that goes to a job. Um, yeah, that's what we're looking and this at. is all by are, the way, are, all of we- these images, there are links to them in the description. Uh, so this is a, a it's one of, it's just like the dentist. Four out of five men want Oxfords in new Van Houston styles, and I have four generic looking white dudes from every Barbie commercial ever pre nineteen eighty. But who's that Spencer? Who's that fifth guy that doesn't want a, a, a Van Houston Oxford shirt? Oh well, he's he's I could say he's a black guy, but that would not hit the tip of this iceberg. This is in fact a a black man who has his hair done up with a fucking bone chopstick. For his man bun. A literal bone. A Literally bone. like he's Fred goddamn Flintstone. He's got a big old golden hoop through his nose. He's got a, a big old, uh, like, I would assume lion tooth necklace. He's got tribal tatows. And he looks really fucking angry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because he would not buy a Van Heusen shirt. No, 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 no. Again, white people, they're the clean cut. They're they're better. Again, just subtle. It's not stating out loud. It's not It's not pounding it over the head. It is now, now that we have context. But think about that. So start trying to think about advertising that you see now and what it's going to look like in 75 years. Like, it, it's subtle, and that's how they get away with it, is it's subtle. 
And so we're going to get to the last one now because it's it's just the most terrifying one. Uh, Spencer, we're, we're the next image that yeah. will pop up if you just keep oh. scrolling through. Oh, I'm so aware of what we're looking at. When it came to to products that were stereotypically used with, with black people as the, the infantilized and, and, and the lesser, it, there was not one that did it better than cleaning products. Soap in because, particular. Because the narrative is that black people are incredibly dirty and... Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus fuck it. Okay, so it's a little white girl and a little black baby. Uh, they're both oh, they're little so, angelic looking white girl with yep. her little booties. Looks like a little John Benet Ramsey with a little little oh little yeah she's got a prairie great shirt too. on. Great clothes, great boots, little, little socks. You know, um, and then beside her is a an ashamed looking, very dirty, no shoes, uh, disgusting, torn up rags. Uh, black child. Now, disgusting torn up rags is not like a subjective thing. Like literally, it is made to look as it is. It is. Yeah, this is. Look she like she looks filthy. And uh, and and the text at the bottom. What I'm assuming this uh, this woman who is a product of her shitty upbringing is asking. Uh, she asks this this black girl. She asks, "Why doesn't your mama wash you with fairy soap?" Under the assumption that you can wash the black off of her. Yeah. And also, uh, something yeah. they kept doing was insinuating. That that black could rub off. And they did that from the beginning. All of these advertisements had, don't get your black on me. Subtly Very little s- ways that kids would see advertisements and find a way to to think that there's something wrong with Fairy their, their friend that they don't understand. Because beneath every watermelon vendor, there's a white person dying to get out. Jesus fucking God. So okay. this is... Oh, this isn't the last one. I apologize. Spencer, just go to the very end. This should, I mean, we can't make this the photo, but okay. just go to the very, very end. Uh, I guess it's actually like three from the end. Uh, it's the one with the watermelon. Holy yeah, go. shit. Yeah. What yeah. is yeah. that? That's a, 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 a word that just, we're not saying it. You can go look it up for yourself. Um, uh, just again. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to say it because it's written on this thing. I don't support it. I don't support any of this word choice. Eat seeds and all. Pick a ninny freeze. Pal again, for your palate. The concept of saying that, oh, it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal, like, the compendium, the, the all of this stacked on top of itself. Again, pull your threads, look at your stuff, because holy cow, this stuff is... I cannot, I cannot imagine that level look, of having to deal with that, well, of a culture that is so ingrained in this kind of stuff. And then trying to to, you, to assume that things will be okay and that everything's equal and that we've gotten past racism. Like, you, no, we haven't. We you haven't can call this. this. You can call all this research and all of this anger. I've obviously been very upset by uh, the shit that I've seen here. You can you can call oh. this outrage culture all you want, for better or for worse, whatever connotation that term has for you. Can you can call it outrage culture? You should be outraged, not because something was bad and it happened and we overlooked it, not because it deserves an apology now, but because this shit still permeates the advertising that you're working with. In some husk of what it once was, it still exists. Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben are are the ghosts of racist past, and if, and if, you, not, don't, if you don't call they're not, brands they're out- They're still here. They didn't get rid of them. They're not yeah, gone. They're not gone. They and if, if they they are the living spirit of this kind of shit, and companies make a lot of fucking money off of a incredibly degrading concept. And if you're not mad about that, they're gonna keep doing it. So just mm-hmm. just outrage culture for better or for worse, you need to be outraged. The shit still affects us. And until you hit the money, people don't care. Capitalism sucks.
All right, uh, this is the Cog and Bull Podcast. We'd like to thank uh, Driftless Pony Club for allowing us to use their theme, or their song, their Buffalo on the Ark, as our theme. It's off the album Cholera. It's a good song. Um, you can leave a review uh, through iTunes. That really helps us out. Uh, we promise the next few ones uh, aren't going to be as intense and angry, yeah, I think. Yeah, I apologize for taking you all down well, this fun, uh, hour, essentially hour-long train of white guilt. Um, well, but I'm sorry. We, if that's the worst thing you've had to really. deal with today, your life's good. Deal with yep. it. Yep. 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 Um, we hope you learned something. We hope you learned something, and we hope at least a couple minutes of this was actually funny when it wasn't really. And if you're depressing. mad and you think I'm wrong, fine, come at me. But I, I don't, I don't know how. I don't. I genuinely don't know how. Nathan, it am good. How can you argue? Oh, it am God, good. It am good. It am good. It am good. That's my fucking argument. I didn't All even right. make you. I didn't even make you look at the cream of wheat guy. God, <laughs> I don't want to. All right, you can catch us next week. Bye.